You are listening to, well, you know, it's the Purposepreneur Podcast where I bring on purpose-driven entrepreneurs and share them with you to inspire you on your purpose-driven entrepreneurial journey. So thanks for listening. Today, I have a special guest. That special guest is James Gardner. Now, James Gardner is an online fitness coach. He moved to Toronto from Newfoundland. He left everything behind, his family, his friends, whatever, to come here and pursue a more uh, uh, opportunistic life. And that's exactly what he did. Now he's running his own online fitness business. He's impacting so many people's lives on a daily basis. And I've had the pleasure to bring him on the show so he can share his values and really his success and his mindset with you guys. And let me tell you, I got goosebumps at many points in our conversation, and I really hope you do too. We talk about everything from motivation and being self-motivation and self-disciplined. And let me tell you, James is one of the most hard-working, self-disciplined, self-motivated people that I truly know. So really, guys, if you want to have your mind blown and your skin raised on your goosebumps, whatever, then listen to this. It is going to be value jam, value-packed for you. Without further ado, enjoy the show. Awesome, man. Awesome. I appreciate you having me on this uh, this podcast. It's uh, great to be on here. Amazing. Okay, so tell the audience. Tell the audience, James. Who is James? 30-second elevator pitch. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, James uh, Gardner. I'm originally born from Toronto, but I grew up in uh, Newfoundland. Uh, basically spent most of my life there. Um, Moved to Toronto a little over a year and a half ago to expand my business and uh, just have like get the most out of my life and yeah, trying to expand, help as many people reach their fitness goals. So I am an online fitness uh, coach and uh, my goal is to this year is to help over a hundred people try to reach their fitness goals. I love that. And I saw that in your bio, you said goal a hundred people. And I love that for a couple of reasons. Number one, you shared your goal and that's amazing. And number two, it's so realistic and it's not like a crazy unattainable goal. Like I want to help a million people or 10,000 people or a hundred thousand people or write a best-selling book, but it's attainable and you feel like you can do it. And you're on the way to doing that. As we just talked about before we started this, that's yeah, amazing. That's, right. that's amazing. Okay. So you're an online fitness coach. Why? Why, James? <laughs> uh, basically, I when I was younger, like I wasn't, I was never like overweight, but I was always like that chubby kid. Uh, I had an athletic background, always in the every single type of sports: hockey, basketball, soccer. Um, but never really was at my full potential fitness-wise. So I decided to get in shape myself, uh, hired a coach. And like, I know that experience of hiring a coach, that was like the best, best thing I've, I've ever done. I've had multiple coaches now, but having that accountability, having someone there to like teach me the proper ways, uh, when I first started was like a game changer and it, it got me in the best shape of my life. So mm. me taking that experience and knowing how much it changed my life, that's something like I want to do to other people. 
and wow. help help as many people as I can as well. Okay, love that. So you're doing what you're doing now because you found that thing that fitness gave you, that transformation yeah. gave you, and you want to share that with other people, and that's why you are running your own online fitness business. That's amazing. I can totally relate to that. But what was it about fitness or your transformation that kind of made you want to do this, pursue this entrepreneurial journey? So first, like, first, like, wow moment or like game changer moment for me, like, was seeing my sit my abs for like the first time in my entire life. I know, like, I don't want it to be like, oh, like, you have to strive to get abs or anything like that. But like, for me, seeing that for the first time in the mirror, I can't like, I can still remember that feeling that I had. Um, so that to me completely like changed my life. So background on my like kind of education wise, I actually went to school for architectural engineering. Mm. I was probably about six months away from like graduating in my, in my third year. And I was like, getting into fitness like at the time and I actually dropped out six months before and I decided to like follow my passion for fitness and like helping others I was working like personal training on the side during that time while I was in school Mm -hmm. but then I decided to drop out of college I decided to quit my uh, part-time job and just go full-time with my business like start at zero income like no no like job security whatsoever nothing went from zero and just like took the leap and just decided to start my own business um i started training uh both in person and online and then later on i just like switched to more uh, 100 percent online because i know i can service like that more people totally and now you're working with what 45 clients you said online yeah, roughly over 45 clients and growing. So, uh, zero yeah, to zero. Zero to <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you were, how long was your architecture program? Uh, it was a three year program and six months from graduating. Yeah. I, and I actually like, I did it in, I think I split my first year up into two, like half years. So it basically came out to be like, it would have been four years. So I spent like three and a half years into that wow. and dropped out. Cause like I, I knew it wasn't for me. I knew my passion was in the fitness. I knew it was like helping others. Um, I knew I wanted to like work for myself, have that freedom doing exactly what I want. Um, but yeah, just took the leap and it was the best decision I ever wow. made. And it's that freedom too that I myself craved. And that's the, that's why we're doing what we're doing is because the freedom, like we don't have to report. Yeah. Besides ourself, um, it's the freedom that that most people who create their own business, especially online, crave. Wow! So I just want to go back to that. Six months, you 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 dropped art out. Was this like was it like an underlying feeling of this is not what I'm meant to do, or I don't want to do this? What was it that really pushed you to drop out? Well, like I I, I had friends that graduated like the previous year. Um, at that time, like I was living in Newfoundland, so. The economy and jobs situation there isn't the best at all and still mm-hmm. isn't. Um, that didn't change the fact that I could possibly like move away to get another job. But mm-hmm. um, I just knew I like didn't want to pursue that for the rest of my life, working mm-hmm. for someone else, working like a nine to five or whatever. And uh, yeah, I just, 
I worked part-time like at a construction company doing that for like a summer during my uh, break in between school. And that was kind of like the determining factor of like, I do not want to be in this industry. Um, Both my, like my dad and my brother are in the construction industry and they had those types of jobs. And it's just like, it's not the life I want to live. Yeah. And I kind of learned from, both of them of having that type of lifestyle um, that I didn't want to follow that, that route and kind of go like branch off and do my own thing. So I just knew early on and it wasn't worth like some people would be like, Oh, you're six months away from graduating. Why not finish? Like to me, that piece of paper doesn't like signify like anything like, yeah, Yeah. I, I would have like a degree or whatever like that. But, what use is it to me if I'm going to fo- follow my passion and follow my heart of what I actually truly want to do? Wow. Wow. So going into, going into the, the architecture school, did you do that because you had pressure from your family who was already in that business and industry? Is that why you did that? Not necessarily my family. Um, coming out of high school, um, we like, I honestly didn't know what to do. And it was kind of like, um, you would, I felt like I would just, I'd pick something because like, I didn't know what I wanted to do at that time. So I was always into like, I still love the whole designing aspect of like blueprints, um, doing like 3D CAD work and things like that. But like the whole, I, I, I more so have a passion for that on the side. Um, but no, there was no pressure from like my, my brother or my family or my dad or anything like that. It was kind of like um, more so like society, like you have to yeah. go to <laughs> go to, go to school so like pick something <laughs> so yeah. that was that was kind of where I had a little bit of passion for it, so I thought I could stick to it yeah but found did out la- later on that no no did you know you were gonna be a, a fitness coach or do anything in regards to helping people with their fitness before you started doing that <laughs> no god no it's like when I like found it throughout my process so I think it was like like I was always out of coming out of high school, I was started getting into fitness, fell in love with it. Um, I even like got my personal training certificate when I was in like probably year two of my uh, college program. So mm. had a, and I only like got that just for like myself. I wanted to learn more about myself. Yeah, uh, try to like progress my training and anything like that. So like then I during summers I would work part time as a trainer. And then the passion just like grew from there. And then when I got in like really, really good shape, um, mm-hmm. I competed in two fitness competitions and just like fell in love with the whole fitness aspect of like, even like the goal setting and like setting a goal like that. And then actually like going through with it, reaching it and knowing that like anything is possible and that any, anybody can do it really. Yeah. Were you scared at all when you, when you started? Cause I know when I started, like when I fully went online, it was a little bit of transition from I was working a fitness manager and training job and then I went full online. But when I went fully online, I was scared shitless, but I knew in my heart, this is what I needed to do. Right. Were you scared at any point in building your business? Do you have a lot of fear? I don't honestly, like I love that feeling of being uncomfortable. So when I move, it was like a whole transition of me moving to Toronto as well. So Basically, I, I had my in-person clients um, a couple of weeks before I moved. So I, was, I moved here in November 
uh, no, sorry, October. Mm. And I kind of cut my clients off at uh, the beginning of September. And I basically like, I'm a risk taker. So like, even just like moving here, like finding a place, like I had to FaceTime, like my roommates and literally didn't have a clue where I was going to be in Toronto. I found like whatever I could and I packed two bags and that that was my life moved here. And and all in the same time, I uh, transitioned to online coaching, not having any job lined up here, just strictly my passion and growing my online business. Um, has it had its ups and downs? Absolutely. Has there been some like fearful moments of paying rent? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But that's that's what I think makes you grow as a person, and that's made me like get where I am today. Like starting off with a probably less than ten clients online. Now I have uh, over forty five. So like, it's just like if you have a passion for something and you want to work towards it, then it, it's it's going to work out. Yeah, yeah. There's a huge element of faith, would you say, that that's needed when you're pursuing this journey? Yeah, absolutely. Like, you really have to love what what you do. Mm. Um, and I think that's like the determining factor. Mm. Um, like, nothing scares me that I'm going to fail. Like, it, I'm not afraid of failure. I actually like, one thing I love is actually failing often. Because when you fail a lot, that's when you learn. When you learn, that's when you grow. So like the fear of ever like failing is like, doesn't even matter with me. Wow. Wow. So, so you had your ups and downs as we all have. Is there any moment, was there any moment in, where, in which you wanted to give up and say, you know what, maybe this isn't for me? Not once. Not once. You haven't even I, thought pop in your head? Not one single wow. doubt. Mm-hmm. Like I I had part-time jobs on the side while trying to grow, but there was not a single thought in my head that's told me that I could not make it with my business. And wow. if I've had like so many people I can't even like list that have doubted me and like told me like going this fitness route is like the worst thing you can do when like the fitness industry is like the fastest growing industry mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially like with everybody, everybody being a per- online personal trainer nowadays, like there was so much doubt there, but like if you doubt yourself, you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. But like not one single thought that I was going to ever fail with anything that I do that it's not even like my business. It's, it's, just like any goal that I set kind of thing, not one single thought that I'm going to fail. It's going to happen. Wow. Do you tell, do you, is it like a deep knowing or do you, do you have to kind of force yourself to say, you know what? I choose to think like this or is it default for you? It is like, there's no negative, no negativity, not one thought. You didn't train yourself at all to be positive. So you're not, you're not, you're the lucky one. You're naturally by default, you're an optimistic, positive thinker. Uh, I would say that, but like, I was never, I wasn't always like it. Um, so a little bit kind of like rewind from back when I was doing, uh, fitness competitions. Uh, my second fitness competition, I ended up in the hospital. Um, and my potassium levels were, extremely low Mm. um so i ended up passing out on my brother's uh basement floor i was pretty much that this was the night after my competition uh pretty much like paralyzed from the neck down 
and basically had to get like stuck on the floor for like an hour, had to get rushed to the hospital eventually. Um, and then I spent a week in the uh, hospital getting my electrolytes pumped back into me. Um, they thought I was going to go in cardiac arrest. They thought I was going to have a heart attack. Um, so that moment there, and this is another thing like with my fear, like mm. I wasn't scared. Like mm. some people might think that's crazy, but that's just who I am. Like being, being scared at that point, like freaking out isn't going to change the situation. Mm. I look at every situation as okay, this happened to me. What can I learn from this experience? And then how can I move on from there? Wow. So kind of ever since that moment, I was like, I'm changing like my mindset. I'm changing, like getting control of my life and mm. I'm doing what I want to do. And then that's when like I had the idea of moving um, to Toronto, just getting out of Newfoundland. And at that moment I was like, I'm not wasting any time. I, I set a date for a goal and I hit that date and just made it happen. Wow. Growth mindset is, is the phrase that keeps coming to me. You, it seems like you have a growth mindset. Yeah. You know, you, you, you moved from one province to the other. You obviously felt called to do that. And what, what exactly like, why, why Toronto just opportunity? Well, cause you're leaving everything behind everyone. Yeah. So, uh, Toronto wasn't necessarily like going to be like a permanent thing. Um, my, my whole goal like is that I'm working towards is so I can travel and work like from anywhere right. and be in any, any city. But Toronto is obviously like where I was born here. I do have family. I do have some friends here. So it was definitely like, um, and I think it's like the best city in Canada for opportunity wise mm -hmm. that in Vancouver I can see, but those are the two places that were on my list, um, that I wanted to move to, mm -hmm. but Toronto was an easy stepping stone to get out of Newfoundland and, um, especially with some, some friends here. So that that's like definitely helped in a city like this, um, having some people that, you know, here, but, um, there was no, no specific reason for, for Toronto, but, I just knew I had to like had to leave because yeah, yeah. I was kind of at my top potential in Newfoundland. Right. Um, there was no one. There was maybe a couple people that are still my close friends to this day that have my mindset, mm. but staying in that environment and being around other types of mindsets mm -hmm. is the worst thing that I could have done. So. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You changed your environment and thus your life changed and is changing. 100%. Every, and, mm -hmm. So you go ahead. And you knew that, like you knew you needed to change your environment. You said it yeah. wasn't knowing, you knew that. Yeah. So I had, um, like when I went like from school to like starting my business from like scratch, I, I did have like a mentor um, that's, very well-known uh, person in Newfoundland in the fitness industry. And he, like, I give all my credit to him. And he basically helped me change my life. Um, he was in his 40s. So, like, he was, I was connecting with him on a, on a mindset level that I've never connected with anybody. So he taught me about that, like, growth mindset, like, wanting more. He taught me about, like, mentorship. Um He's taught me about surround who you surround yourself with. He's the one that got into me, got me into like listening to podcasts, like certain um, YouTube videos, things like that, certain books. And ever since then, it's just like, like I know how important 
my, your environment is. If you want to grow, your environment is absolutely everything. Mm. Where did you meet this guy? Uh, he was actually an owner of a private gym that I was training at. So he was so, your men mentor and he, he was the one. This was in Saskatchewan, Newfoundland? Yeah, this is in Newfoundland, yeah. Wow. His, name was, is, uh, yeah. his name is Andy Pratt and he uh, owns multiple gyms there and he personal trainer himself. Like he was Mr. Newfoundland uh, back in the day for bodybuilding. So he's just like been my mentor like ever since then. Took me under uh, his wing and wow. basically like, yeah, I gave all my – all, him all the credit for where I am today and like yeah so you don't think you would be where you are today if you didn't have a mentor or a coach or someone to look up to someone that was where you wanted to be uh, probably probably not not where I am like he taught me like so much not necessarily like saying that another person uh, couldn't ta teach me that but like the importance of having a mentor having someone like he was in like masterminds uh, himself like years ago, traveled all over the world with those. Like mm -hmm. he, that's how he grew the stuff, his companies like that. Mm -hmm. And he taught, taught me more about them. Just always surrounding yourself with like groups of people that want the same or have achieved the same. Wow. And yeah. So like, I know how important, um, like having that mentor, having a coach and like, yeah he was actually like my life coach for a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, and I basically had like a coach in every kind of direction of my life, life coach. I, I still have a, uh, nutrition coach just keep me on track. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just know, I just invest in myself as much, as much yeah. as I can be so I can like reach my full potential. Totally. And that's part of the environment who you surround yourself with too. people, you know, what you listen to, the podcast, YouTube videos, what you read, who you're following on Instagram. This is all part of the environment. And if, you're, yeah. if your environment is made up of stuff that is kind of distracting you and isn't pushing you a little bit forward to change your thoughts, to change, to change your beliefs, then we're really just staying stagnant. And for me, at least, I don't know if you can relate, but there's no worse feeling than feeling like you're not moving forward. Yeah. Okay? And like doing the same things day out, day out. And sometimes I still struggle with this. Sometimes I feel stagnant. And what I find helps me push forward is watching other people who are, quote, ahead of me, watching them and like kind of attaching to their energy, right? Yeah. And environment, environment, environment is huge. So if someone who ever is listening is in a place, they feel stuck. Assess your environment, right? See what you can change. That's not necessarily like you have to move provinces or move countries or towns or cities, but see what you can do, the little changes that can allow you to, you know, see more opportunities and, and, and grow more. I think that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. And like it can start as simple as like social media. Like Instagram is like that's where all my business comes from. That's what I use. Like that's the main platform. So many everybody uses Instagram. Mm -hmm. So the mute button is like the biggest feature on Instagram that anybody can ever take advantage of. If you see any like any negativity whatsoever on your your Instagram or if someone is not like doesn't have a purpose on like what they're posting in their feeds. Like, yeah, they could be like your friend, but like that friend is honestly can be taken away from like your goals and the life you want to live. So like I, I do this all the time. Like if I have like a 
couple hundred new followers or if I follow a couple hundred new people or whatever, whatever it is, I will spend a couple hours muting people so that I basically only see probably less than 30 30 people's posts. Wow. And, and those are, and I follow probably over 2000 people. Wow. Um, and that's because like Instagram, it's, it's made to trick yourself or just like be influenced by all this stuff. So if you constantly see like negative stuff or just things that aren't going to move you forward, then why are you looking at it? It's just like, I don't use Instagram for entertainment one bit. It's, mm. it's all strictly for me providing value to others. Mm. And I follow people that provide value to me. So I look at it that way. Anything that I see like negative, that person, like as I'm scrolling kind of thing each day, every, like if someone pops up, like that I just know isn't going to serve me in the proper direction. Mm-hmm. It's nothing, per- it's nothing personal. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. It could be my best friends. Like, but if that's the way I want to live my life, I want to surround myself with anything that's going to make me grow. So anybody that doesn't, it, I just mute them. It's not that I don't unfollow them because a lot of people get, uh, mm-hmm. get upset about that and have apps to see if you unfollow them. Uh, but I just mute them. And just so I don't, see their stuff so it doesn't have a negative impact on me true and it doesn't even have to be negative to what they're posting but if it's if it's just like valueless yeah then, then i mean it's not bad that you're muting them it's just that you would rather be inspired than just you know be entertained and i love how you said you don't use instagram for entertainment you use it for your business and to grow and to inspire people and i'm the exact same Wait, I didn't even know there was a mute button. So can you show me how to mute people? <laughs> you you just go to anybody's profile. Well, even like on their story, like if all the stories are up top, you just hold that for a second. Oh, it's going wow. to come, come up mute or unfollow, I think it might say. But wow. um, thank yeah, you so for that. <laughs> yeah. or, or if it's like a post, like as you're scrolling through the three dots in the right corner, yeah. you just you can hit mute. You can actually like mute either their story mm. or their posts uh, yeah. or both or both. Wow. So if you, if you just like think someone has really valuable posts and you want to keep seeing their feed and their pictures that they pop up, then you can leave that. But then if you want to kind of just like, if you think they have not so good stories or stuff that you just don't want to see, yeah. um, you can just mute their story alone or vice versa. Wow. Wow. And I love that because it's, it, that's, if you're on Instagram two hours a day, that's a huge part of your environment, even though it's a physical environment, it kind of is because your brain can't tell the difference between what's on screen and what's in real life. It still has the same emotions and effects, whether it's negative or positive. So if you are on Instagram from even more than half an hour a day, then listen to James mute your friends. It sounds awful, the word mute. I'd rather like snooze. Snooze until they start to post more valuable stuff. But, but like, like my, my real friends, I, I talk to, I, I message yeah. them. I yeah. don't need, like if, if I don't like, if I don't want to see like pictures of them, it doesn't like, it's nothing personal. It's mm-hmm. just Instagram nowadays is basically your, um, who you surround yourself with yeah. basically. So if you're like, but in the online space, so it's the constant environment that you're, you're, you're seeing. So if you're seeing constant negativity or just like 
constant like valueless post, then it's just it's not going to benefit you. And the, you said it a minute ago about spending like hours and hours. Like mm-hmm. I, I barely, I'm barely actually like on and I don't barely ever scroll nowadays mm-hmm. because like it, it just like serves no purpose to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything I like kind of, like I said, I'd follow a certain amount of people or see a certain amount of posts. Mm-hmm. Anything like that is going to pop up right at the, at the top. And like, that's, that's all I need to see. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, man. What I do now is I have a daily task that I do and it's called IG networking and YouTube networking. And I follow accounts that are really similar in my niche because I'm trying to grow my Instagram and my YouTube more. And what I do is I engage on all their post notifications on and I engage with all of their posts and I leave a meaningful comment. And all of those people that I do, they see me consistently popping them in the feed. They follow me back. We connect. That's a relationship. And then they do the same thing. They reciprocate that back. So I use Instagram just like you, but I, I would say I also take it a step further perhaps and say, okay, how can I really utilize Instagram to build a network of people and more relationships too? So for anyone who's listening again, think of Instagram less than less than that of an entertaining thing and, and a way to uh, disengage, but rather a way to engage and build your audience even more because the more people have eyes on you, the more people have eyes on your business and your brand and what you do and the more you'll be able to help people. So yeah. 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 Okay, cool. So James, listen, you're, when you feel, if you feel unmotivated, let's start there. Do you ever feel unmotivated? <laughs> all, all the time. And this is like, this is a question I hear like so much, like I can't find motivation. Like where do I find motivation? Like the thing with motivation is like, you can't find it anywhere. Like it, that doesn't even, that doesn't make sense. So like a lot of people think that you have to create it yourself. So what I think about motivation is you have to create small wins. Mm. So if I don't want to like go to the gym or if I don't have energy or something like that, I will like force myself to the gym. So me forcing myself to the gym, that that's a small win that I did instead of like staying home, I made it to the gym. So that's a small win. I'm going to take that little bit of momentum that I've had from that small win, then mm-hmm. carry it on to another thing, get through my workout or just get through my first like set first exercise of my workout. That's another small win. So like that momentum creates even a bigger momentum. And then like eventually you can put all these like small things together and like, these are all good, good things that happen. And then that's what creates motivation. And you take that from day to day to day. Um, yes, there's going to be some bad days, but that is how you consistently have motivation is just like getting that feeling that you did something good. You, you feel good. And then you just take that step by step and it's like a spiral, um, a spiral effect. It'll, it'll yeah. just keep going and going. Momentum. So, you said it. Wow. So for someone, cause dude, I'll be honest in my own business, some days, I lack motivation and I lack inspiration. And then I would distract myself by doing things that don't actually matter, that don't actually move the needle. Now I'm just talking business here, not fitness or health or whatever. Yeah. But when I'm feeling unmotivated, I love what you said because building momentum is what people forget. If you do one thing that's the smallest, most insignificant thing, and you and you take one step away from a lack of motivation towards motivation, then even that point one percent more increase in motivation 
allows you to step closer to that feeling of motivation. So you're saying building momentum, doing something so small is the key to motivation. Yeah. So, um, like from an entrepreneur standpoint, one thing like I've, I'm trying to like incorporate, um, I started this year is just like doing stuff outside of work. And, uh, I did something like this. I'm trying to play like more sports. Like I've always, like I said, been an athlete. I'm trying to get back into like playing and just lit, like actually getting back into doing stuff I love. So that is another thing. So if I find like we make our own schedules. So like mm -hmm. no one is forcing us to do stuff every day. Mm -hmm. So we actually have to have that inner passion and inner like motivation to be able to actually get stuff done. Mm -hmm. So what I find that has worked is working like wonders for me so far this past like a uh, month or so is doing stuff outside of work that I love. So if there's, there's going to be days that you don't feel like inspired or you don't want to create content or you just don't want to do uh, certain things that you need to one thing I find is like drop drop what you're doing wow. and do something that makes you happy wow. so for me that is like playing hockey like I starting this week I played like ice hockey uh, outside like the joy that I got from that it it kind of just like fulfilled me that I wanted to then that gave me motivation like that gave me like happiness then that happiness feeling that created like a spiral spiral effect mm. that I brought into my workplace and gave me that energy back and then I can put more energy instead of me sitting here or like being from my computer kind of like doing this and doing that things that actually don't move the needle I find it's just better to like get away from it for a bit, do something that else that's actually truly going to make you happy that you know will make you happy. And then you can actually put that energy back in your work in a more efficient time rather than wasting so many hours just doing little things here and there. I resonated with what you said so much, man. So often, like for example, let's say, let's say you're, you, you, you're a content creator, you're a coach or consultant and you want to put out content but you feel like you're not inspired to do something, right? But you're trying to create from a place of frustration, from a place of lack, from a place of, oh, I need a client, or I need to post because it's Wednesday and I, I can't not post. And then you try and create something that's forced. And then whoever watches that, receives that in the same energy, this is what I truly believe, that it's created. So I love that you said, let it go. Find something outside of work, outside of work that you can do that gets your mind out of that thing into something else into your body so that when you return you come with a fresh set of eyes just like einstein said or whoever made up you can't solve a problem on the same level of thinking that created it so if you're trying to do something with the same consciousness it's you're only going to get that result but if you left and if you did something like yoga hockey walking dancing a musical instrument reading a book hanging with friends watching a movie and you come back to it, you're a different, you literally are a different person. And then you yeah. create something that's more in alignment and less force and more natural. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Like what you said about like other people, like feeling the energy that you're like experiencing that that's like dead on. Yes. So like people can read that energy like coming from you. Yes. So like if you have a negative energy just because you're frustrated or anything like that, yeah. it's going to like come out through your work. And so like, yeah, like hockey's one thing that like I started picking up hip -top, hip hop dancing uh, a couple oh. weeks ago, completely out of my comfort zone. But like it, 
it makes me happy. But then also it's the fact of like, it's um, like, I look at other people that are really good at that and like how far they've come too. So that motivates me even more to get better at that. But then that energy of motivation that goes back into my work. I'm, I'm truly like happy doing these types of things, playing uh, hockey and like basketball as well. And then that just transitions right into my work because yeah. I'm happy and motivated because I'm doing those things that actually like fulfill me. Mm. And then that energy is going to be a positive energy. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you think that whatever we put out there is reflected back is, is received in that same energy. You believe that, right? Yeah, ab- absolutely, man. Like, people can tell the energy that has come from you no matter what you're what you're doing so if someone is like having a bad day like if you're having a bad day like i can sense that from you it doesn't matter what you're doing if it's like just me being a friend or if it's just like through work yes and it's subconscious too most of the time we're not even it's not even on a conscious level that we feel that other person's energy right it's 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 like a subconscious feeling that you're having a bad day or that you know, it's, that's, it's, it's not all conscious is what I'm trying to say. So yes, for sure. So for anyone who's listening and you're an entrepreneur or creator or whatever, even if you're a human being, which hopefully you all are, if you're not, that's okay. (laughs) If, if be mindful of how and why you're putting out into the world, because it's going to be received in that energy, whether whoever, whoever's on the other end is aware of it or not. So always what I do is whenever I'm creating something or writing something or talking to something, I get into a state of abundance. I get into a state of gratitude and joy. It's not always easy and I never reach that state, but I shift even if it's 1% better, you know, better feeling than before that's still 1% better. And that allows me just to feel better. And it's a better experience for the other person whoever's talking to or whoever's reading something whatever i posted or watching a video so we got to keep that in mind right yeah and my biggest tip is like especially from like an entrepreneur like um mindset kind of thing and um first thing like i do when i kind of like feel unmotivated or like down on myself or just having a bad day i help someone that's like my mm. first go-to. I'll send someone like I'll send someone like a random like Starbucks gift card, like twenty bucks, like to make their day. And wow. then like that gratitude from the experience that the energy that they got from me, kind of thing, just like out of nowhere, something random act of kindness. That energy that they give back to me that turns into wow. making me have a better day as well, wow. um, or like just helping anybody in general, like that's that's going to change your mood um, and make your day like a whole lot better wow i love that so when you feel when you feel like in, like poop you you focus on others you focus on giving and service that's yeah. beautiful absolutely that's- giving will always like make you feel better like that's my soul soul mission in, in life like yeah. just provide like give 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 as much as i can because you know when you give you'll be taken care of because life takes care of life Exactly. Exactly. Wow. wow. So, okay. So, hmm. How do you stay focused? Do you write yourself a schedule? Do you plan the night before? What do you do as an entrepreneur, as someone who manages their own time? And if you don't work, you don't make money. You don't help people. So, how do you hold accountable to yourself? 
I am a schedule oriented person. Like I need to have like a schedule. So I wake up at 5am every single day. Um, there's a, the odd day that I, I sleep in on the weekends, but 5am every morning. Um, and I have a schedule to work for until around like nine o'clock. My workout ends up being between nine and 11, um, give or take like a few minutes. And then after that, my first meal of the day comes after my workout. And then it's back to work to, for a couple hours till around. I actually like started this rule this year of cutting my work off at six o'clock wow. um, in the evening because I want that freedom in my schedule. I want that freedom in my life that I can enjoy the other activities in my life, enjoy yes. people around me. Yes. Um, and like I said before, it's doing that stuff outside of work that will actually make my work hours more productive. So mm. definitely a very schedule oriented person. So yeah, cut, cut that off at six o'clock. Um, I don't work weekends unless I'm designing like programs for new clients, mm. but I don't have any like scheduled calls. I don't have like meetings or anything like that. That's my time. Mm. And it's important to have that, that like I learned this the hard way I'm, at, I'm after burning out with my workload. Like I'm such a driven, passionate like person of what like I do. Yeah. I could literally work from 5 a.m. till 12 o'clock at night wow. and do that over and over again. But I know, like I've done that before, and it's it's not a and a good end result. Mm. Um, so, like sleep is very important for me. Seven and a half hours every night, so I'm in bed like nine nine thirty. So that's that's the schedule I stick to, wow. and it's very important to have a routine like that in order to serve your clients the best and like do the best in your business. Yeah. Yes, for me, it's it's the opposite. I, I do have a schedule. But I never give myself that downtime. I, I don't know why. Maybe maybe it's because I feel like I always need to be working. I, I am a little bit of a workaholic, but I feel like, James, a lot of the work that I do is busy work and not productive work. And I'm just realizing yeah. that busy work doesn't actually do anything. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, so with regards to planning, um, I try to plan my week out. Um, on Sundays, listing the three most important things that are like on my to-do list for that week that is going to move my business forward or like move my clients forward in any way. Let's hear it. So another thing I started doing is I forget the name of it, but it's the 25 and five rule whenever you're working. So First of all, uh, another, I have like a, a bunch of like tactics, like to make your like life productive. Beautiful. First, first of all is like notifications. Like I don't have my no Instagram notifications on for one. I don't have my mail notifications on. I don't have a Facebook notification on. Like this is like ever, ever. Wow. I'm in, I'm in control of like my phone. Yes. So I have my personal messages on and I have my WhatsApp messages on, which is where I serve my clients. Hmm. So like, that I'm leaving on because that's a priority to me. Mm -hmm. um, anything outside of that, I don't get notifications on. So I, especially when I'm working, my phone is on do not disturb. Mm -hmm. I will have that on. And then the 25 and five rule is working for 25 minutes, setting mm -hmm. alarm for 25 minutes, and then five minutes of a break. Okay. So setting another, uh, 
five minute alarm. Then you just like get up, stretch, get your mind clear, just like take yourself out of the moment. Five minutes hit, all right, you're back into it. Mm. And this is, I forget the name of it, but it's proven to um, expect or like your pro- pro- uh, productivity, it's yeah. proven to be like 10 times better while, follow, while following this movement, yeah. What if so, you're in flow though? Because in flow, um, if you stop, then the brain has, let's say you're writing something or, or, or producing a video, and if that timer is up and then you stop, your brain changes tasks and activities, and to come back to that, it takes more brain power, and then you might not be as uh, in it or in flow. I so think what, it yeah. it might depend on like what you're doing, okay. but I think um, if your sole focus is on one specific like task at that time, that's another thing. Like multitasking is no such thing. There's mm-hmm. studies showing that mm-hmm. it doesn't doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So your 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 like your focus should be on one thing and one thing only. So it's good to just like like even though you're in flow you might have some things like run through your head so that five minutes can get like, if you have like something to check, check it. Um, if you have something to do, do it, whatever, then five minutes hits you back into that one task. So it's kind of like, um, you have to have that mindset of like, this is what I'm doing. This is like, I'm not making like any distractions or anything like that mm-hmm. outside of this. This is the task, no matter how hard it is, no matter how much you don't want to do it, spend mm-hmm. 25 minutes and then five minutes is up have that little bit of a break, then get back to it. I love that. Okay, so the 25-5 rule, and I love that says 25 because it's easy. It's not like, okay, I'm going to sit down for three hours. That's not realistic. That's what I do sometimes, and I never do that. So I'm going to start using that. Thank you. What's the second thing that you do? There's also like with that 25 and 25 and 5 rule, you can actually do like 50 and 10 as well. Okay. So that that might be even like more beneficial if you're in that flow flow type. Um. Any other tasks that I do? Uh, morning and night routine is a is, is so Walk number one Walk one us. number one through um, thing. So um, number one thing before going to bed is meditating, mm-hmm. um, and also during during the day I meditate as well. Um, but having your clothes ready for the gym, having your clothes ready for uh, my work having my bag like ready and packed, having my two liter water of jug uh, filled up and ready to go. So that's another thing I do is like I chug one one liter of water first thing in the morning mm. as soon as I get up. Mm. Um, have literally like the least amount of decisions you can make in the morning mm. is going to make you have such a better day. Mm. Um, I've read studies on like, it, the less decision you making you have, or the, sorry, the more decision making you have, that can make your like start your day off like on a stressful level. Like yes. if you can't find the shirt you're looking for, if you can't find like a pair of socks, like mm-hmm. it's it's crazy how much of an impact that you don't realize it can have on your day. Yeah, and I, I'm sure you know John Berardi, like Precision Nutrition. Mm-hmm. He wears the same black V-neck shirt every single day obviously obviously not the exact same one but he has like multiple of like of the same exact shirt because that's one decision that he doesn't have to make every single day that's true so it's like little little things like this is gonna make your like your day the most productive day um 
So, so get rid of decisions, make as few decisions as possible in the morning, but also when you're making decisions, be, be uh, very decisive, right? If, you're, if you see the blue shirt or the black shirt, it doesn't matter, just pick one. And when you get in the habit of making decisions, you're more decisive and being more decisive, you take more action and you get to where you want to go. Yeah, well, like your your day starts with the night before. So, like, I'm talking like I have my everything that I would possibly need to go to the gym. I have that laid out and in wow. my bag. Wow. I have I have my pants, my shirt, like my regular daily clothes. I have that laid out like the night before. So, like, I literally like get up and put it on. Like, it, that's I know I already know. Like, if it's not a decision, it's just it's a task. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, um. What was I going to say? Um, yeah, like the least amount of things that you like that you can have, or sort of the more amount of things that you can have done in the nighttime, the better. Mm-hmm. And then okay. in the morning, it's just like you're just doing. So, do you plan your day the night before? Like what? Yeah. You well, like I have set times to work and everything like that, but like mm-hmm. my schedule is made on Sunday. Mm, for the whole week, you make Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or you don't work Saturday, but you make Monday to Friday. And do you ever not do that thing for whatever reason? Yeah, if there's like some time, I go with like how I feel. Like if there's, um, if there, if I'm not in a creative mood and my task is to create content or like videos, or if I'm not, um, if I don't have access to like my gym that anybody's there, so I can, or if there's too many people in the gym that I can't create video content. I'll just switch to something else. Like okay. I, I had that little bit of a, a freedom. I don't, I don't beat myself up if I don't have that, if I don't get that thing done, it's still a top task on my list. So it's just going to be moved to like the next time, like next day kind of thing. Wow. Like having those three top things like that are going to move the needle in my business. Nothing else like honestly matters. You can spend Mm -hmm. so much time doing like, there's always going to be stuff that has to get done. Mm -hmm. Always. (laughs) Always. Yeah. So it's just about like, focusing on what's important and what matters in that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, like Wednesdays are my check-in days for my clients. I don't have not one other bit of work for, wow. for that day. Yeah. I love how organized you are. I love how productive and organized you are. So, so the three things that allow you to stay focused in your personal life, but also in your business life and, and professional life is is you 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 set up your day you plan starts with your night your morning routine okay so you plan you set a schedule and you work in time blocks is there anything else that you feel that really helps you stay focused and helps you be productive sleep is uh like for one sleep is the number one fact like i've i've like watched my body how i react to certain things with my diet my gym my business and everything like that yeah it all comes down to sleep mm-hmm. sleep is the number one factor i've been tracking this like for over a year and a half now and just like sleep for me is like the number one determining factor wow. of if i'm gonna have a good day or if i'm gonna have a bad day wow. it's it's crazy like Yesterday, I didn't have a good day. I had, mm-hmm. I was out playing hockey Tuesday night to, and never got to sleep till 11 o'clock at night mm-hmm. or 11.30. I had five hours sleep. It wasn't a good day. I was For tired, sure. wasn't in the best mood. Sure. My business, like um, my schedule with my business wasn't like on par as what it should be. So like for me, sleep determines everything. 
How hard are you on yourself, James? <laughs> uh, I don't know where I don't know where to begin. Uh, crazy, crazy hard on myself. But like that's that's a goal of mine. Like um, I used to get like really, really stressed. I used to, um, but like everybody knows me, I'm very like easygoing, really easy to get along with. Mm-hmm. Um, but with myself, the way it, like. I'm hard to get along with myself. Hmm. Um, I put a lot of stress on the things that I have to get done, um, the time frames, things like that. But I, I think sometimes it just comes with like lack of proper planning on like certain projects and things like that. And also like what, what we talked about was like, I'm a workaholic too, just like you. Hmm. And, but like, it's important to not beat yourself up about like, not working until 10 o'clock at night if you mm-hmm. like all hours of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know like there's, there's certain like business mindsets is like, Oh, work like hustle, hustle, as much, hustle, hustle. hustle. Mm-hmm. No, like yeah. I'm the, I'm the complete opposite. Yeah. Um, I think working smarter is better than working harder and longer. So yeah. I still have that hard working mindset, but um, not beating yourself up about like certain things. Like it's life. Like, yes, like that was the one major goal this year is like for me is enjoying life Mm -hmm. like getting the most out of it this last 2019 i worked my ass off and Mm -hmm. it's it paid off yes but like i also like there's relationships around me that have suffered and that's what i want to kind of um get back into enjoying those types of relationships because you can be the biggest fitness star biggest entrepreneur they don't have the people around you that still care about you and that you enjoy spending time with like Mm -hmm. you're not gonna like be fulfilled at all yeah wow wow I'm so with you on that, man. Working more, you see so many people, especially on Instagram and YouTube and whatever, who say you got to hustle, you got to work so hard. And yeah, you can create a lot of stuff the more you work, but also at what cost and what's the quality of that work, right? Exactly. Working smarter for sure and being mindful of how you're creating and why you're doing the things you're doing pays dividends 100%. Yeah. What do you... uh... Yeah, it's gone. I just want to add, yeah, like my goal this year is like not only like I want to be a more productive like worker mm-hmm. um, in the time frame that I'm working. So like I actually want to cut down my my hours of work like and have shorter days. Like wow. I want to have like maybe five maximum six hour workdays, maybe even less, um, but have those like workdays as being the most productive things so that's just like training your mind and being like really uh dedicated to like single tasks that are going to move you forward and not thinking about like the little stuff that you need to work on um and i believe it's like i forget i'm not sure if it's sweden or somewhere like that Mm -hmm. that they cut down to like four hour work weeks and also like also like six hour work days like yeah i'm not sure the exact place but it's, four day, it's four a, day work weeks. You mean not four hour work weeks? <laughs> yes, sorry, four day work weeks, but like six hour work days That's, to yeah. like even cut it down even more. But wow. like the more, and you think about it, the more people have like same thing. I was explaining about what I'm doing outside of work. The more fulfilled mm-hmm. someone um, has, like, or is outside of work, yes. the more en- that energy they're going to put back into the work. Yeah, and then if and then if like a corporate uh, company makes like that rule of being focused more on tasks mm-hmm. rather than 
a time frame. Yeah. That that's the most important thing. Focus yes. on like tasks and not like, oh, I, I work from this time to this time. You can I can I can work from five o'clock in the morning till twelve at night, get nothing done. Exactly. I love that task because tasks give you something to to work towards, not like time, then you're looking at the time and then thinking, oh, I worked 12 hours, cool, I was productive. No, but also being mindful of the task. And like you said, what do I need to do with these tasks so that I can move even 0.1% closer to where I want to go? And before you do make yourself a checklist, what I do is I go through the checklist, like I have one right here, as you can see, right? And I say, okay, is this, is this a money-making task? Am I going to serve people? Is this going to bring me 0.1% closer to where I want to go? And I, if it's not going to help me move the needle in my business or life, I move it to my non-priority list. And so for yeah. any entrepreneurs listening, you got to be very mindful of the type of work you're doing, busy and productive. And like James said, it's got to help you move the needle, right? But you also want to set some boundaries with yourself. So let's keep that in mind. That's amazing. Um, okay. Is there, um, let me ask you this then James, cause it's been an hour. It's been an amazing hour so far. Time, the time flew by quick. That's a good sign. Do you believe in purpose? Do you believe that people are here? Every single person on this planet is here for a purpose, has a purpose. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like this, like when I hear like type of question, I, I literally just think back of when I like dropped out of, of college, like, yeah. and I think that comes with also like that having no negative, <laughs> no negative thought about like, if I'm going to fail at this or not, I like, I think this is the, like, I know that this is my purpose of serving others and like serving others in a um, health and fitness way. Um, but yeah, like I 100% believe that every single person has a purpose and um, like you will find it if you're still like looking for it, if you're kind of like all over the place, like mm. I, I didn't find it. And like, I was, I wasted, like didn't have a clue what I was going to do in my high school years, mm. went through college, still didn't know, but then eventually like it just like I found it and stuck by it. Like ever since. I love that. I love that. Do you think, do you think our purpose is always evolving. Absolutely, absolutely. Do I think like I'm going to do this for the rest of my life? I I don't. Like I think I'm going to evolve onto like other things. Like I actually believe that I'll be going the route that you're going. Mm -hmm. um, but like that's going to be a couple of years from now. Mm -hmm. um, but any, I still think the overall aspect of serving people, no matter what um, different industry it's in, that is definitely like, I do believe that that will be my, that's my purpose. Yes. Yeah, totally, man. And you're, 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 I'm not, I'm not saying this to say you shouldn't do fitness coaching because you're one of the best fitness coaches that I know. And I really mean that James, but I, I also think that. Yeah, I also think that because you've learned so much on your fitness coaching journey, you've acquired so many different skills, not only in mindset and personal development, but also in business and in, in marketing and branding. So I think you can definitely be doing, and maybe even less in a few years, but you can definitely evolve into anything that you want. And I love that because I also think that purpose is evolving. I thought I was going to be a musician, a rock star, and play for thousands of millions. I thought yeah. I would be helping people with their fitness, doing workshops and seminars all over the world. And since I'm a retired fitness coach, I still have client fitness clients, but since I'm moving in this direction now, um, I feel like this is my purpose. And, but the commonality amongst all those things is that 
just like you said, we're here to serve people, right, in one way or another. And I'm okay with how with however that thing plays out. But as I know in my heart that I'm here to serve people and make a difference, as you are too, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think everybody like has something that they they're meant to do. If so, if who if someone's listening right now and they don't feel they don't feel like they have a purpose or they don't, they just feel out of alignment. What, what piece of advice, James, would you give that person? If you were, if you had a minute or 30 seconds to tell them, like go out and find it, like go, don't be afraid to take risk. Like taking risk is like the biggest, biggest thing that has changed my life. And my favorite quote is like, get comfortable with being uncomfortable, try new things. Like me going out and like, say trying dance, like a couple weeks ago, like, that is unheard of that I would ever think about doing that. So like maybe I could uh, like eventually like turn into a dance teacher or certain people that way. Like who knows? Like you'll never know, but don't be afraid to find out. Like tr- don't be afraid to fail about like doing anything. And yes. if you're like, if you have that like afraid, I'm scared, like mindset, like you'll never ex- get to experience life and you'll never find out what you're actually like truly capable of with yes your job and even like personal life. Yes. I love that. Go out, put yourself out there, get uncomfortable and you'll see if that thing is for you. You'll see if that thing is not for you. And then, and then um, you go from there. Does your purpose just doesn't come to you. I ha- I'm constantly searching for my highest purpose and my passions and you are too. And I think the ones who, you know, who aren't sitting down and self-loathing and saying, Oh, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life are the ones that are putting themselves out there and they're the ones that are successful. They're taking risks. They're being yeah. comfortable. Because if you that. if you don't try it, you'll never know. I know. I know. We have we have to. If we if we want to make a difference, and not only in our own lives but in the world, it's huge that we get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Like you yeah, said, exactly. So like if with any like it's same thing with any type of goal. So if your goal is to like find your purpose, you have to like work backwards from that goal. Like mm-hmm. what are you doing now to mm-hmm. find that part? Are you actually sitting home like all doing going through the same routine day to day, doing your like nine to five, whatever, mm-hmm. not experiencing like different things that get you out of your comfort zone? Like if you're not if you're doing that, then what are the chances are you're gonna find your purpose? You have to like put that energy into it and like make it happen make that effort yes yes and 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 doing uncomfortable things can be it's all relative right like it doesn't mean you have to do something so out of your comfort zone but little bit bit by bit and you build that confidence just like how you build momentum like we were talking yeah about exactly it. james where can people find you where are you hanging out most <laughs> on instagram uh, is the biggest biggest thing that's the main platform that i use so my uh, handle is james uh, gardner with two r's and uh yeah that's that's probably the main place or on or on facebook beautiful but, beautiful i'll put your uh, your instagram in the show notes james thanks so much for being here man it's a pleasure i'm sure whoever's listening is going to find tremendous value from this and that's a wrap i'm really happy that you're still here and listen if you've got anything out of this episode I would deeply, deeply appreciate it if you can share this with anybody who you feel this would benefit from. And to go a step even further, 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 if you can leave a review on iTunes, that would be phenomenal. Of course, five stars. But if you feel like it's a three-star show, then three stars is all that, you know, I'll take. I'll take it. I'll take anything. (laughs) 
We'll see you guys in the next episode. Have a beautiful week.